When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the to today's episode of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. Speaking of today, it is Wednesday, October the 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, we've still got the $1 special going right now, $1 for the first month. Get in while you can and where you fit in. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today on the recruiting show. Auburn was off this past weekend, but we'll, we'll return to play this Friday in Baton Rouge. Won't be any visitors, obviously, on campus this weekend. Still, a lot of recruiting news going on. Here to talk to me and you about it all. Mr. Cole Pinkston, Mr. J. Head here. 60% of the time, they're always here. How about you, fellas? I thought, I thought for sure my percentage was going to drop big time after that, after, uh, the past couple shows here. I carried you, Cole. You know what? I made sure we stayed at that 60% or, or better. Auburn Live's still the team to beat. <laughs> if, I, if I'm in a group project, I'm picking J-Head. I, that, I, I trust that guy. <laughs> I don't know if you trust, yeah, trust what I'm going to say, but you can trust me to show up. How about That's that? That's right. <laughs> Speaking That's of showing up, uh, some mothers and some fathers don't for supper time. And uh, like that transition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, we're finally back around to, uh, to HelloFresh. HelloFresh, a big fan of HelloFresh. I know both of you guys are, too. Oh, yeah. If you don't have time to cook supper, if you don't have time to run all the way to the grocery store to get everything to cook supper, HelloFresh is for you. Let me read you a couple of these talking points for, for HelloFresh. They do all the shopping for you, folks. You don't have to do all that. They do all the shopping and meal planning for you. The ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictures step-by-step. I'm not kidding. They've given, they give you a handout, step-by-step directions on how to do it. Um, they've got over 40 time, uh, 40 recipes to choose from every week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. Uh, it takes, uh, we know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime, but did you know it can also save you money? HelloFresh is a cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than eating out. Jessica and I have got three kids. We can't afford to eat out every night. And, uh, well, if we did, we wouldn't, we wouldn't last long. But HelloFresh has uh, come in very handy for us. Uh, and I know, let's see, Cole, you, what did y'all have? Yeah, we had the, uh, I think it was meatloaf with, not like your traditional meatloaf where it's got like the ketchup sauce or whatever on top. Yeah, good. I don't like that. A lot of people don't. I, I've learned, which I love it. Okay. But they don't do it that way. It's it's like you grind up the ham, hamburger meat with some onions and all that. If you like that, you do it however you want. I mean, they give you all the ingredients. It's it's yours to do to do with. Uh, the only thing they really don't give you is salt and pepper. I mean, that's the only. Right. <laughs> that's right. it. Uh, we had yeah, the uh, family chicken sausage. Ooh, that's a good one. Piece of fondue. We had the Tex Mex. Oh, I love. We love these. The Tex Mex. Tex Mex. Yeah, beef taco pies. Fantastic. Do they? Uh, again, they send you everything. They even included uh, a, a can of the crescent rolls. Pillsbury crescent roll. Uh, everything you need, except like Cole said, except for the salt and pepper. Uh, and, and you can get all this for fifty percent off. 
using the promo code 50 Auburn Live. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50-50 Auburn Live, uh, all lowercase, all one word. Use that uh, promo code to get 50% off plus free shipping. Uh, that's uh, 50% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 Auburn Live. Use that 50 Auburn Live promo code for 50% off plus free shipping. It's a really good deal. Go, go give it a try, man. Let us know how you, uh, how you feel about it. We all love it. Busy family. Got to go. And we're eating pretty good with this HelloFresh. My favorite, Jeffrey, is still the pork and pepper enchiladas. You know, I wrote that down, dude. I don't know if it's because you told me that. It's still undefeated. It's number one for me. It's, it's right ground pork. The top. There it is. Pork pepper bell enchiladas. Pork, bell pepper. You cut it up. Kind of, you, you kind of mash it all together there. Then you put an enchilada, enchilada sauce, cheese. Very easy. Very good. I'm going to be honest with you. The mushroom Swiss burgers with the portobello mushroom. Ooh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Brother, That's you good. miss out if you haven't tried it just yet, especially with those potato wedges that come with it. I'm going to have to give that a try. All right, everybody, go to HelloFresh.com uh, slash 50 Auburn Live. Get that 50% off plus free shipping. Can't beat it. Like a cute puppy. All right, we've got to turn our attention now to uh, to those recruiting fans who aren't getting fed. Or if they're getting fed, it's a little sour. Mm. Like them cherries, a little sour. Uh, <laughs> Auburn on Tuesday uh, received word that four-star athlete slash cornerback slash wide receiver Jalua Solomon is reopening his recruitment. Um, it, it, it came as uh, somewhat of a surprise. I don't think him, Auburn was expecting it, uh, but uh, he, he did reopen his recruitment. Um, if you guys will remember, he woke up Saturday morning of his announcement, was going to South Carolina. And Auburn flipped to Auburn, then he went back to South Carolina, then he flipped again to Auburn, and finally just announced and committed to Auburn. I think all three of us on this show, when asked who who was the most likely to decommit, every one of us was like Julius Solomon. Yeah, yeah. So wasn't a huge surprise to us, um, but is this a big deal? I think it's a big deal in the fact that Jalua Solomon's a good player, right? And sure. the last thing you ever want to do is lose a good player from a class, specifically at a position that could be as important as corner. You're going to turn over some pieces after this year. Obviously, you're losing uh, two seniors from that position. So depth is going to be vital moving forward. But I don't know that we're necessarily out of it either. Auburn still has an official visit in his back pocket. I think every all the national guys seem to think that it's trending heavily to South Carolina, and I wouldn't disagree with them at this point. But I'm interested to see how hard Auburn works to stay in this recruitment. When the momentum's against you, the chips are down a little bit. Sometimes it's easy as a fan base to kind of turn your eye to this and say, okay, we're just moving on. Coaches don't always think that way. So how hard they work to stay in this recruitment, and do they get him back on an official visit will be key to me as far as what happens in Lewis Solomon's future. I thought it was interesting. He told Chad Simmons on three, Chad Simmons, well, when he reopened his recruitment, when he decommitted, he was canceling his official visit to Auburn. He was visiting South Carolina this weekend. I'm going to be honest. First of all, I, I talked to somebody, um, a source close to his recruitment on the Auburn side. Auburn's going to stay after him, obviously. They're going to stay after him. There's a good relationship there with Wesley McGriff and Jalewis Solomon. Um, his brother, Zachivius, is on the team. Zayden Walker in the 25 class is a top target for Auburn. So a lot of reasons to stay on this kid. He, but but what what was told to me is that they don't think it's South Carolina. Wow. And I don't know that they're right, and they don't know that they're right. But they, it, it, I, just, I thought that was interesting because it, it, if it's not, it lines up almost exactly and identical to Nikar's recruitment. 
when he decommitted from Georgia, he visited Auburn, and then he committed to Miami. Correct. So this kid's decommitted from Auburn. He's visiting South Carolina, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, Cole, what was your take on Lewis? Well, number one, I, I think um, he was one of the best football players in this class. Yeah. There's a difference between football players and prospects, in my opinion. A prospects, you know, a good prospect might have more intangibles than a guy like Jalewis Solomon, but Jalewis Solomon knows how to play football. Uh, he's very good at the game, okay? You put him in a lot of different places for that reason. So for that reason, I think it's a big loss. Um, I, I thought he was, I thought that was something that Auburn needs more of. It's just really good football players. Uh, I don't, I think there's somewhat of a lack of that at times on, on the, on from, you know, what you got currently on this roster. So you always want good football players and that, that's where it stings, but it's not a huge, I know they were probably surprised by the timing, like you said, but it's not really a huge surprise. I mean, you knew that this was a threat the whole time. And number two, you know, thinking back to the huge, huge summer of, not just at Auburn, but the commitments, like early, early signing day, almost like we got to get some, we got to get in this class because it's you know it's almost the end of July. That's what it felt like. Well, now the commitment season has started, and it ain't over, and there's a lot of that fixing to happen. And I think it's going to be just like um, flip season, decommitment season, whatever you want to call it. I think it's going to be just like it was in, in the summer, and it's going to be a big blow up again. So, right. Hang in there. <laughs> uh, and I think some of it is probably your high school evals will come in from the first half of the season. And there some you of go. coaches saying, hey, I'm not quite sure. And I'm not just talking about all, but I'm talking about nationwide here. And other parts of it are players saying, okay, I've got other opportunities now that I didn't have before. So it's, it's a double-edged sword here somewhat. Uh, and I'm with you, Cole. He is a fantastic football player, I think. A lot of recruiting departments now, when they do the scouting and evaluation work, they recruit the traits, right? Yeah. They're not so worried about the football part of it and more about the traits part of things. Jalua Solomon is the epitome of a football player. I agree with you. I think there's a place for those guys on your roster. You hate to lose him, but let's see if we can't get him back in the class and or where he lands. And then, as we've said, as Jeffrey said a long time ago, it's not about who you lose, it's about who you land. And can you land somebody to replace that person? So it'll be interesting to see where we turn. I said that. You did. Ooh. On a rundown about six years ago, brother. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, I sounded smart back then, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, we'll see what happens there. And a lot of the subscribers at the Auburn Live Message Board, the corner, uh, I-, I thought they were – they're pretty fair in saying if you're going to lose a position, if you're Auburn, you're going to lose a guy. What position you're going to lose him? Uh, defensive back seems to be the place where Auburn could really replace Jalewis Solomon with the same or better talent. I mean, defensive back recruiting is not the problem at Auburn. No, I, I think people have some comfort there that that those positions are going to be okay, especially with McGriff now in the mix with Zach Etheridge, and, and they have results. I mean, you know, the guys that they, they bring in have have been good, bottom line, uh, no matter what their star ranking was. They've just been good. So that that's a good that's a good sign. But I'll tell you what might make you feel good if you're an Auburn fan or at least something interesting here is the fact that, let's just say it is true, Jeffrey, that Jalewis Solomon does not end up at South Carolina. What does that mean? It means – Another school, same thing with Nakar. 
Miami wasn't really in talks with him that we knew mm-hmm. of. Any school can come in, make their offer, do whatever they got to do, and be right in a recruitment. That's where we're at right now. And there's enough time left until signing day for these schools to go, eh, I, I got time to shoot a, shoot my shot here. So, well, I believe Auburn's going to do it. <laughs> that's a perfect situation because uh, you had a story yesterday on Caleb Harris, the uh, three-star yes. defensive back from Thompson, who is exactly what you just described, is exactly how I read your article from on Caleb Harris being Auburn just kind of jumped in and said, hey, let's make it happen. Go talk to us about Caleb Harris. Yeah, Caleb Harris is a guy that we talked about a lot early on, um, an in-state guy. He's not highly rated and really uh, not as highly pursued as you might think because the guy's big. I mean, he's 6'1", 190, I think is what he's listed at, and he's he's every bit of that in person. I think one of the things here is that he's somewhat of a tweener. Uh, and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is he doesn't really fall right into the safety category. He doesn't really fall right into the linebacker category. Um you know, but that's what you have a nickel for. And maybe not everybody needs that specialized position. But I'll tell you who does. Auburn does. Because they use the crap out of the nickel. And they want their nickel to be, to be like another linebacker. And I think that's what Caleb Harris is. And I've always kept eyes on him because I knew that. And I knew that about him and his talent and his skill set. And look, here we are. Uh, they decided that they liked Caleb Harris. Let's assume, like you said, Jeffrey, that this was a surprise on timing with Jalua Solomon. Okay? A lot of people think the Jalua Solomon decommitment is the reason for Caleb Harris being brought back up. And maybe, but he freeze visited his school a week ago. All right? Before this ever happened. So this is a guy I knew that Auburn would kind of circle back on and, and, and keep warm, as we like to say. Well, they're not keeping him warm right now. They're pushing. And uh, if anybody's got a shot, it's Auburn. Jay, have you watched much film of these? Jalua Solomon and Caleb Harris, I don't see them being similar, but are they? No. Not okay. Other than the fact they both have the ability to play defensive back okay. um, and probably have the ability to play multiple positions, but not similar players at all, and I think they're being recruited very differently. Yeah. Where Jalua Solomon is probably more predominantly a cornerback uh, and even potentially a wide receiver should he choose that path. Caleb Harris is a guy that probably plays on three different levels in Auburn's defense at some point. I think he has the ability to play deep safety. I think he has the ability, like Cole said, to be that star position, that nickel for you that can play physical down in the box. And I think if he continues to grow and develop his body, and I think there are some people around Auburn that feel the same way, he could develop into a money backer, you know, in your sub-package sets. So a guy that probably gives you a lot of versatility uh, and a guy that's been really productive as a senior, 55 tackles, three interceptions, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and six tackles for loss in his senior season so far. And that's only six games in. A guy that played side-by-side with Tony Mitchell last year was kind of overshadowed somewhat. He's really come on in his senior year and developed. And this is the kind of guy, Cole, we talk about it all the time. There's a whole senior year of football left, right? And some guys just aren't finished products at the beginning of their senior year. And then when you get to see them in season and that tape comes back, it's like, okay. Right. And I think that's exactly what happened with Caleb Harris. He's a kid that was on the radar and has excelled and, you know, pushed past the point of where he was, where he was probably, he was offer worthy. He had an offer from Auburn early, but they weren't ready probably to take him or push for him yet. 
whereas South Carolina and Georgia Tech were. Now Auburn has elevated itself to the point, okay, we're ready to take you. We want you in this class. We're pushing for you in this class. And I think he has a really good shot to be the next commitment in this class, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. Agreed. Auburn, uh, they've got the, I mean, they've got commitments from what Jaden Lewis, Kinsley Falston, uh, who else? Amon Lane. Amon yes. Lane. And Jalen Crawford. Yeah, Jalen Crawford. Jalen Crawford, there you go. We know of Antonio White, Jalen Crawford's te- uh, teammate there. Auburn offered him. He's committed to Rutgers. I don't think Auburn really ever pushed for him, not yet. But he is uh, reportedly and allegedly having a huge senior season. Auburn is certainly keeping an eye on him. We know Saquon Patterson's committed to Miami, but he's got Auburn interest. We know uh, K.J. Bolin is committed to Florida State, has Auburn interest. And uh, Laquan Robinson, the JUCO, who probably wouldn't fill a, a high school guy uh, spot. But all, most of those guys, if not all of them, maybe Sands White, Patterson, Bolden, Robinson, are all safeties. Yes. Yes. So, look, I, it, it looks like it, Auburn hopes it could be a big safety class. Now, whether they get any or all of those guys remains to be seen. I think Cole and I both, I think Jay has the same way. Uh, Laquan Robinson's in. Patterson will be tough. Bolden will be tough. Yes. Caleb Harris is in if Auburn pushes hard for him, which we think as of right now they are. Antonio White is certainly got to continue to track to see what Auburn does with him. Um, I, I think we might see some more cornerbacks pop up, maybe some some new names come up at cornerback. What do y'all think about that? I think you have none to. of those guys we listed are Lewis Solomon type player. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta get some more corners on the board. I think. I agree, Cole, and I'm interested to see where they have Amon Lane. That's to me, he's kind of the one guy that you apparently have committed that can play corner that's not projected at corner presently on our board. I think we have him as a nickel in this class. I think what I saw of him in his senior year before the injury, uh, which was limited, I think he only played two or three games, they had him featured on the outside, and he seemed to be holding his own. So how McGriff evaluates him and can he play corner in this class, to me, really kind of drives what's going to happen next. But I'm with you guys. I think the plan was always to take two to three corners. They've got, even if Lane is a corner for you, that's two in this class, you're going to need a third. So whether it's you going back and getting Jalua Solomon and or you get somebody else, it's kind of open to uh, – it's subjective to how they choose to, to go about that, right? Like I, I'm not exactly sure what the plan is, but I'm with you. They do need more corners in this class one way or another. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens as far as moving forward. Auburn certainly been on the road evaluating some uh, some recruits. We don't think the decommitments from Auburn's class is over with. I posted earlier this week on the on the corner message board, Martavius Houston, the tight end from South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Don't think he's going to be a part of this class for much longer. I think um, I, I expect him to to uh, to reopen his recruitment fairly soon. We'll see if that happens, and maybe another. I mean, there's been some rumors uh, of another one. I don't think anybody would lose sleep over it if it were to come to fruition, but we'll see what happens there. As far as any other decommitments, um, let's get to some questions. Yep. We can sit here and talk about what we want to talk about. No problems. But let's get to some questions. Let's answer some some things that people really want to know. SEC underscore recruiting wants to know who is the man, next man. This is a good question. We, we, we were talking about this just a second ago. Um, the next man up at cornerback for the 2024 class. See a lot of safeties and no cornerbacks and targets left. 
I mean, that dude must have uh, been Nostradamus because that's exactly what we just talked about. A lot of safeties. Going to have to start seeing some new cornerbacks coming alive uh, if that is Auburn's purpose moving forward. Uh, I do think they're going to stay on Jalua Solomon. I, I, I know they are. But as far as anybody else uncommitted besides Antonio White, who I think Auburn offered at cornerback, Caleb Beasley is an interesting name to me. He was somebody I know this staff liked very early on, has since committed to Tennessee. I'll be interested to see if we take another swing there at Caleb Beasley. That's one that I'm tracking personally. Uh, Beyond that, in-state, there's a guy by the name of Traveris Banks that could play safety, could play corner. I think he's a combo guy that might be an interesting guy to follow up on. And then Zion Ferguson is one other and then I think there's a guy by the name of Jaden Coleman. Cole is a guy that uh, from Texarkana, Texas, that you were just talking about us in our pre-show. Yeah, Jaden Coleman. Um, he used to play for Central Phoenix City, if I'm not wrong on that. Sounds right. I believe that. Did. I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah, he moved. Um, he moved and, and not there anymore. But, yeah, he's interesting. Uh, you know, Jameer Grimsley is a guy committed to Bama who – they took a look at, had him on campus once or twice. Um, Zion Ferguson's an interesting one. He's committed to North Carolina right now. Tevis um, Metcalf committed to Arkansas. Yeah, Tevis Metcalf is another one. Uh, Tyshawn White is a guy. I mean, look, these are just names. Here's the deal. It's like like we said before. I mean, the circling back is happening. Okay, so if that's the case, you go back to guys they've offered, and you go, let's just see if there's anything here. And there might be. That's probably what the staff is doing. Let's go back and look at his senior tape, see how he's performing so far. So Jalen Thompson, that's another guy. He's committed to Michigan State. Uh, He was once committed to Tennessee, I think. Anyway, that's another guy. There's a lot of names here that we have to keep, keep, you know, and keep looking for. it's early on this decommitment, guys, so bear with us on it. I'm sure that there will be more information that will start to circulate its way out. But right now, this is kind of – I think we all expected – Not we didn't expect a decommitment. We knew it could happen, so it's not a surprise in that way. But not necessarily prepared to say who's exactly next on the board at cornerback. I wish I could tell. Yeah. And, and Jalewis was really not even pinned down at corner. We, he was projected right. to play corner, but – he was not a full-time, like, this is a corner for us. It's, it's yeah. like, we'll see what we can do when we get there. And maybe that's why he's like, let's open things up and see if somebody can tell me what I am, <laughs> you know, it, exactly what I am. Uh, Antonio White, too, Jeffrey. He might be a guy that could play corner. Absolutely. Uh, y'all tripping, one of Cole's biggest fans. <laughs> What's the biggest positions of need left on the board? Another good question. Biggest positions of need. Well, let's talk about the what's left. Offense know, line. Gotta I, be. I don't think there's any question either. Yeah. Got to be that. Yeah, that's that's the one to me. Um, offensive line, wide receiver. Now, you've got a great, a really good wide receiver class, but given what we have in the room right now, and I'm not, I'm not punching down here. I'm not trying to insult anybody that's presently on this roster, but the way we play to this point is not good enough, and I don't think the coaching staff believes that either, and I think they're trying to upgrade that room any way they can. So I think that's still a position of need to me um, in this class. I agree. It will always be offensive line for me. I don't and care if and defensive line. I, I, yeah, me too. I don't care if they've got four guys committed. It's still the biggest need. But just going over it real quick, running back, a couple of tight ends, 
Um, yeah. A couple of offensive linemen, a wide receiver or two, a couple of defensive linemen, a linebacker, a couple of defensive backs. Of those, absolutely offensive line and defensive yeah. line. Uh, yeah. Jay Milley, 160, not counting Jamonte Waller and David Eziomume. Uh, who would you predict to flip before or on signing day? I got that one easy. Yeah. Oh. Khalil House. Yeah, it's House. Mm. Let me try to be different. Okay. Ryan Williams. Ooh, and I oh. – all right. So, you know, I put out my top five target flip list, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> at the very bottom of somebody to watch. But I, I'm, I'm moving them up the board. I, I'm with you, Jeffrey. I, I think the buzz is legitimate. Can we pull it off? I don't know. But right. I, right. I, I think the buzz is legitimate. I thought I'd make that it make it interesting. Glill House, boring. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's the right answer. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I, I, let, me throw, it. let me throw one in there. Um, Jeremiah Beeman. Ooh, times two, son. Here's the thing. Times played two. the sticker flip game. You know, played that earlier today with all these guys. Does he flip from Alabama? Right now, I say yes. Is it to Auburn? I don't know for sure. Yes. But if he's flipping from Alabama, <laughs> you'd have to think Auburn's got to be one of the main ones. Now, Colorado, Georgia, they're all involved here. So it's yeah. hard to just say Auburn, but I do think he flips from Alabama. That's where I'm at today. Well, Eli, Eli Double Lot was, was thinking, is what is the latest hey. thing on Jeremiah Beeman? Uh, perfectly timed question there, Eli. Listen, I know this. After his official visit for the Georgia game weekend, Auburn was very, very, very much in the picture for him. Mm-hmm. Conversations were had. And I'll leave it at that. I do know that his dad's a big Bama fan. I do know that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, hey, same for Auburn's – I mean, same for Ryan Williams' dad being a big Auburn fan or whatever. Yep. So it's not it's not a bad thing. Uh, but I do if, if we're playing sticker flip, Cole, I'm 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 flipping him to Auburn. Damn, what can you say? In in the last man, I don't even remember Chiswick flipping two guys from Alabama's class that were top five prospects in the state of Alabama. Top five, two flips. Whew, buddy, if you pull that off. And then if you count, obviously, DeMarcus Riddick flipping from Georgia to Auburn over Alabama. And that's some uh, some groundbreaking territory there, fellas. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be tough. It always is. But uh, we've seen it happen now. We've seen it happen now. So certainly something to track, man, and, and keep an eye on there. Rice DP 105. What happened with Solomon to decommit, and who is Auburn recruiting to replace him? We don't really know who is recruiting to replace him. Listen, I thought Jalewis said it best yesterday. He told Chad Simmons, here is, here's why he committed. I, y'all should have read the story, Rice. It came down to me making a decision pretty early, Solomon told Chad Simmons. I rushed it, and I just wasn't ready when I committed. I have been thinking about this for a while, and I just have to take some time and do what is best for myself. Auburn did nothing wrong but I just had a change of heart. Listen, we knew that when it happened. When yeah, you're flip-flopping, flip-flopping, uh, 
all all morning long, and then you finally just decide on one and commit. Dude, if he had committed to South Carolina, uh, I'm sure the Gamecocks would have been worried about Auburn. I mean, he was it was just back and forth. He just wasn't ready, man. And most of these kids aren't. That's why it's decommitment season. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You know, it was commitment season in June and July, and now it's decommitment season in October. It's just how it goes. Until they put in an early signing period. Like if they go to August and put in an early signing period, that's the only way you're going to eliminate some of this of what you've got right now because coaches, and I understand why, push for the verbal so early. And kids are being pushed by their high school coaches to go ahead and commit and, and their parents and everybody else. So this is just the way it's going to be until they make some kind of systematic change to the recruiting process to a lot for an early signing day. You're going to have this every year, and especially with the way NIL is now. Yes. Um, and then with guys also realizing, you know, saving spots for the transfer portal, everything else, you're just going to have a whole bunch of movement this time of the year. There's visit season. There's commitment season, there's decommitment season, and then there's going to be the early signing day. So you take your visits, you make your commitment, you make your decommitment, and then you make your final decision on signing day. That's just how it goes. Those are the four <laughs> phases of the recruiting cycle. Right, the this is a modern-day recruiting cycle. <laughs> Visit, commit, decommit, sign. There you go. Stay in the news the entire cycle. Stay in the news. Yeah. Uh, Fruby Zips, if Auburn doesn't gain any traction with Cam Coleman and Nikar, is there any – is they are any – Chance they backtrack and pull the trigger on the in-state kid Craver? I don't think so. I don't know enough to say. I I say no. I don't think so. I'm with you. I mean, I think they've got enough. It, he's kind of a specific type of receiver, right? He's kind of a um, a great value brand, Bryce Kane. Woo! I won't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can play. Hey. I think Auburn's got a ton of slot receivers, and you just you need more outside guys. I, I think Mario Craver is one of the best receivers in the country, but I don't think Auburn's going to take him. Why not? I just uh, you know I tracked him really closely uh, for a while. I went to Clay Chalkville about <laughs> about four times um, and talked with him, and he he he's kind of on again, off again with Auburn. And then when I get you know, when I get some information on him, it's always mixed. So I just don't think – I don't think there was ever a clear decision to try to recruit him and, and actually recruit him. And now I really feel that way. So I just don't think they're going to circle back on him. I, I think the recruitment – Auburn's recruitment of him pretty much died when they took Bryce Kane. I think there was a – Yeah. I, and Malcolm Simmons to a degree. I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree with the Malcolm Simmons part. To me, that was the death nail on that one. You take two guys like that, and what's the need for a Mario Craver, regardless of how good he is? Um, uh, all right, let's see. Bake Ram, I better shut up. Bake Ram, are y'all expecting any other decommitments besides Martavius Collins? I mentioned earlier, there's a some, some people are posting on the board. Um, there's some buzz out there that there's another guy. I don't know of them. I, I don't know of any others. I say yes. Yeah. I say yes because it's decommitment season. Yeah, I'm with you, Cole. I think it's the trend. I think there will be one more. Um, I don't expect it to be any of Auburn's core group of Joe Phillips, Walker White, uh, Bryce Kane, no. Perry Thompson, Riddick. DeMarcus Riddick. None of those five, okay? And I would say those are your five best players in this class, period, okay? So the core group of what you're building around is committed firmly to Auburn. 
And yeah. there's, some recruit, there's some recruits on the periphery there that I think there's a potential there that they may have a change of heart and go in a different direction. Um, you know, I don't want to throw anybody's name out there because I don't think that's fair to the kid. I don't think that's fair to Auburn. I'll, I'll throw one out there just because we know of his official visit to Texas is DeAndre Carter. And you're just watching him. I mean, yeah. I don't know what he's going to do. I, I, I could, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what he might do. I think right now he's, he's leaning towards sticking to Auburn, but that one's up in the air. It just is. DeAndre Barber, uh, those five obviously would be hurt, what would hurt the worst. I'm trying to think who else. I mean, DJ Barber, DeAndre Carter, um, You've got some of the in-state kids, but those that core group you mentioned, I would probably throw DeAndre Carter in there. That would be a big loss. Oh yeah, D'Angelo Barber would be a big loss. Agreed. So those seven, and I think yeah, around those seven for sure. Yeah. So uh, all right, let's see. Jeff A U R Jeff R Jeff R Jafar. Okay, Jafar. Yeah. Go Jafar. All right. Any four or five star players that are currently off the radar. Any four or five star players currently off the radar? If you guys feel Auburn could get in the mix with late, I got one. Okay, you put him on your hot board, and I've been watching this name, but Colin Fox at tight end. There you go. That's, that's one that interests me a good huh. bit because he fits the criteria for what they're looking for from a flex tight end. Currently committed to UCF. Uh, that's the name I'm going to continue to watch because if we don't get traction with probably one of our top three targets right now, which would be Caleb Odom, uh, Jackson, and mm-hmm. then Rob Alapaga. If you don't get some kind of traction with them sooner rather than later, I think you could turn on that name here relatively soon. Colin Fox, that's a good one. I've already checked on him last week. There's one I'm tracking. Uh, I'm not ready to tell you his name. But just know this is something kind of like the David Eziomume recruitment where he's probably mm-hmm. going to show up. Okay, I'm thinking Auburn Ole Miss, maybe. Uh, and he's probably not going to interview. <laughs> so this is – it's fluid. Uh, I, I, I don't know if he's going to show up. That's why I don't want to say his name yet. Okay. So, yes, uh, Jeff R., there are some guys out there. Kevin Durant's burner two, not to be confused with Kevin Durant's burner three, is Omer going to continue to recruit Solomon, or will they move on? Absolutely, they're going to stay after him. And no yeah. doubt about it, they're going to stay after him. Be, be uh, interested to see if he does come back for an official visit. thought it was odd that he went ahead and said, I'm, I'm canceling that official visit to Auburn. That's kind of, kind of bold. I mean, that we'll see what happens. But they will stay after him. B-Rad is rad. Y'all remember that movie, Rad? I do. Oh, okay. Well, this little, little BMX skateboarder movie. I uh, can't say that I do. Yeah, Cole, you was, you was still a, a glint in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> How much of a push are we making for Ryan Williams? B-Rad, I don't think they could push any harder. Just a little. <laughs> I don't think Auburn could push any harder, and they want him now. Not Just to be clear, they want him in the 2024 class. They are pushing very hard for him. Certainly somebody to keep an eye on. That would be a huge – would that be bigger than Perry Thompson? Yes, in my opinion. Kel says no. I, I'm on the fence. I could go with you way on that. I don't think it's bigger. I think it's the same magnitude. I'll give you that. Because, man, the flip of Perry Thompson, when that happened. That was big. 
Gosh, that was big. Yeah, let me walk that back because I forget, you know, in that moment how big that was, how monumental it was to be a player of his right. from Alabama. There's such a perception here because it's like, all right, Perry's in the boat. We got him. Williams is the guy. You know, yeah, and that's the guy we're excited about. That's Christmas right. coming, right? You know, it, so don't forget what happened, though. You can't forget because that was a monumental flip. For it was. Yeah, I mean, no no doubt about it. And that would go down if you flip Ryan Williams and you land these four wide receivers and Bryce Kane takes the jump in the rankings industry-wide that we think he's going to. Damn, guys, that's the best wide receiver class Auburn's ever signed, and that includes the Ben Abamanu and the Devin Aroshimadu class. Yep. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Yeah, you get right. Dude, that's – I mean, I don't even know if it's close. And that's four guys from the state of Alabama, three of which would be from the Baldwin County, Mobile County area. Brother. Uh, let's see, Bent for Auburn. Bent for AU, I should say. How's basketball recruiting looking overall? Where do you see the next class finishing? The 2024 class will be able to sign in uh, November. Matter of fact, the early signing period is next month. Todd Pettiford is the lone 2024 basketball commitment. He is locked in. He was on campus for the Georgia game uh, that, and also for Auburn's basketball scrimmage. He's locked in. He is the number 23 overall player in the country, according to the On3 Industry Ranking. He is a stud point guard. He mm. is a stud point the number three point guard in the country, yeah. according to the Industry Ranking. And uh, as far as 2024, man, listen, the, the Nick Cody, he is a four-star uh, power forward, I believe, from Texas. He's going to take an official visit next weekend. And he's also going to announce his commitment the week after. I just don't know what Auburn's going to do, man. Bruce Pearl, he hasn't been shy to say, man, his strategy moving forward is transfer portal. Yeah. He's going to take some guys, some program guys, some some blue chip, can't miss one and done guys. But other than that, he's hitting the portal, man. You saw what he did this past season with Denver, with, uh, gosh, how many? Chaney Johnson. Chaney, I love me some Chaney Johnson. I couldn't think of him, but hell, I like him. Johnny Broom from the year before. Johnny. Called him Johnny Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Even but I was that, Jay. Yeah, you're right. So Nick Cody is one name. I am watching. I, I, I'm i with you. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm watching that one. And another one, Mitchell Holmes, is one I'm paying attention to. I think he recently listed Auburn in his top five. He's another kid a, from Texas, I believe. Another kid from Texas, so that's Corey Williams' territory. I think he's the one that's, uh, that's heading up the recruitment of both of those players. And I'll be interested to see just how hard they push because Holmes can be a project center for you. And I know they were kind of looking for a guy like that at one point. So that's one I'm going to kind of keep my eye on. And Cody, because you're losing a four-man this year in Jalen Williams, you're only bringing back Chaney Johnson do you push for a young guy, or do you wait to pluck somebody out of the portal? That would be interesting to me. Tahad Pettiford by himself ranks number 13 in the country, so top 15 class if, no, if they add no one else. Um, super bad. Who is the highest-rated commit you think signs with Auburn that is not currently committed? Good question. The highest-rated recruit. Uh, he's probably committed yeah. elsewhere, though. If you're, if you're a big dog, you're probably committed elsewhere right now. Highest-rated recruit that signs with Auburn that is not currently committed. And now it was 2024 class, so we're talking who are some of the candidates. Demon. 
Well, not currently committed to us or not currently committed, period. No, let's go with the recruit. I think that's what he meant. High faded recruit. Not committed to Auburn right now. Yeah. Not committed to Auburn. Beeman, um, Waller, those are two that are highly rated. Yeah. And those are probably the two I would say right now. Ryan Williams, if he reclassifies, would be the hands down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but those three, yeah. If you're going to pull three big flips, those would be the three to do it for sure. Uh, LJ Bicray would be another. Massive pull if you can get that one. Possible. Possibility. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a five-star on, on three. I uh, don't see him leaving, but we'll see what happens with him. David Eziomume would be a big one. You know, he he was a little underranked the last time I saw him, or at least according to Auburn, you know? I think, yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, again, I feel the same way that I do about Craver. I think he's one of the best running backs in this class. So they probably feel that way, too, and – Ezio Mume is a three-star on own three, a three-star on 24-7, a three-star on ESPN, uh, a four-star on Rivals, and somehow is a four-star on, on three industry ranking. But he's not number 381, number 34 running back. Dude, I, well, I have watched this guy. Quarterbacks and running backs are my specialty. This dude's really, really good. Really good. Yeah, he's good. His star's on the rise, too. I mean, it, national analysts have called on to how he's played in his senior year. I fully expect him to be a four-star. Me, too. Industry wide before this consensus four star, I completely agree. If if they don't, I think they're wrong. I would agree with that, and that's not just because Auburn's recruiting. Look, if he stays, right. with Clemson, I think yeah, I don't care. Dude's good. He's really good. I Amir Jackson. Him. Amir Jackson's a four star, I believe. There you go. Yeah, Amir Jackson will be a, a candidate for that a distinct uh, distinction. Yep. All right, let's see. But nineteen eighty eight, your best guess on which twenty twenty four prospects on the O line that signed with Auburn out of high school. Okay. Mm, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't think this is a hot takes by any, but y'all go ahead. Khalil House. DeAndre Carter. Favor. Favor, Edwin. That's three. That's all I've got. Three, probably, and then maybe a Juco. Uh, maybe Cohen Eccles. I continue to watch him. I'm going to say Reese Baker. I'm going to say Reese Baker gets his head out of his ass and commits to <laughs> I will do. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, what a weird recruitment. Before signing day. I just, I feel Guys, like. What are the chances that he doesn't play football in college? Shoot. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. I would not be surprised. I can't. Because cause I keep, I have to put him in my RPM rundown because I have a prediction in for Auburn. Right. I want to change that prediction. The way you have to change it to somebody, right? Yeah. I want it off of Auburn is what I'm trying to say. I don't know who to change it to. Because he hasn't visited anywhere, has he? No. He went to Troy. He went like to Troy. For, for a camp, right? Didn't he go in the day, was it? Yes. It was It was the week after a camp he went to Troy. And it was the um, – no, maybe that was – he was supposed to visit Troy and then come up to Auburn for Big Cat. I think he it was. He visited neither. And he didn't go anywhere. Got the flu, you know what I mean, or whatever it was. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> I, mean, I know West Virginia offered him recently, but, I, you know. Yes, West Virginia's offered him. I okay. Think some other P5 schools that are sniffing there. And maybe okay. this kid that waits and takes – like he does like they used to do, you know what I mean, takes all his visits in November. Maybe yeah, we're complaining about the four different cycles. This dude's OG, man. This is an OG recruitment. Right. You maybe. don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine with me. I don't have a problem with it. I, it's just I'm just saying, like I don't know because I want to change it, 
and I just don't know who to change it to. So that leads me to believe, when are you going to take a visit? When are you going to do something? Like, I don't know yeah. what to do. I don't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, give the game big go. We'll see if he visits in Auburn for an Ole Miss game. Right? Are you going to show up to a game as an unofficial visit? Like, why yeah. wouldn't you? If, you, if, if you're truly considering these schools, why wouldn't you at least go and see what they have to offer on a game day? Why wouldn't you go to West Virginia? Why wouldn't you go to Troy? Why wouldn't you go to North Carolina or wherever else they're offering you a place to play? Unless, like Cole said, he don't have any, he doesn't have any interest. He may not. I, I don't know anything. I'm just – I'm totally – Left to guess everything here with him. That's the, that's the bottom line. The mystery of Reese Baker. We're gonna write a book it's about a mystery, man. it. Is a mystery. <clears throat> crazy. I love it, but it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Hemothy, uh, Antonio White. We are checking on him again. Uh, Hemothy. We think Auburn's definitely interested. Yes. But I think Auburn has or will visit him for an eval court along with Jalen Crawford. Yes. Uh, he was at Auburn for the Georgia game. With Jalen? Yes. Big friends. We'll see. Uh, they came in the summer together. I think I think Auburn offered him back then. Uh, as a DB, we were all a little sh- shocked at the uh, – but we're, we're not after hearing how he's playing this season. So, anyways, yeah, definitely somebody to keep an eye on him. With the, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get you the latest on him uh, this week. B-Rad is rad is back. How is the pursuit of already committed guys like K.J. Bolden, Saquon Patterson, Cam Coleman, Kamarion Franklin – How's the pursuit of guys like that? Well, who are the backup plans here? Let's just go through one of them. KJ Bolden, Zaquan Patterson. Same position, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's safety. I don't think backup plan is something you're going to see this staff do a lot. I think backup mm-hmm. plan is portal. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Cole. I think backup plan is portal, and they're going to sell out on the guys that they've decided at this point, minus maybe an Antonio White. Contingent on where they project him in the in the secondary. Is he a safety? Is he a corner? Is he a nickel? Is he a wide receiver? Um, that's something that I I hope to read when Jeffrey talks to him later this week. Right. The the, the pursuit of KJ was uh, Bolden was on campus for the Georgia game official visit. Zaquan was here on an unofficial visit. Who's coming back for an official? Uh, Cam Coleman has yet to make it to Auburn this year. We expect him for the Ole Miss game for an unofficial visit. Kamarion Franklin, not sure what to think about him. He was coming for the Georgia game, then he wasn't, then he was at Ole Miss. Sounds like Ole Miss has gotten that kid. Uh, pretty solid right pretty now. Pretty solid. Right? It's going to take a lot to get Kamarion Franklin. I'm not saying Auburn can't. I'm just saying it's going to take a lot. Uh, so, all right, hey, that was some really good uh, last-minute um, – I apologize for, 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 for posting that questions late, but really good uh, job by the corner coming through last minute. Um, all right, we got any how batches this week, fellas? I'm down to three this this Okay, week. all right. We'll cut it a, down. A half, half dozen. You got a quarter dozen. Yeah. Quarter dozen. <laughs> yeah. I, I got one. All right. Go ahead, Jay Head. Coach Jay in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a good one. Fantastic poster. Look how you forward. spell it. Coach Jay in Atlanta. So I think it's it's spelled as it said. Okay. Uh, formerly, what was his name on the board before he had to change his name? Yeah, it was uh, Jr. Wasn't it? No, what was it? Was that, oh, that's old coach. Remember them? Yeah, Jr. ATL or something? Yeah, yeah Jr. and ATL. 
Um, I'll think of it here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I can't remember. But fantastic poster. His player over at Alpharetta, Sean Wilson. Sean really, Wilson. Has really started to blow up some and get some traction. He's close to an offer from Louisville. I know Auburn has evaluated him and will probably continue to evaluate him. Not going to shock me if he ends up in old, at Auburn for Ole Miss for a visit. I think okay. he's in there. Yeah. Um, Is he 2025? Four. 2024. Sean Wilson. Yes. Hey, he was at he was at the camp. Um, he was at the camp for Auburn the 707 day. It wasn't necessarily the camp, but the day they had 707 tournaments. Dude balled out. He continues to do that. I think he's a dude. We'll see what Auburn does with him. That guy can play. But I will throw a how, how about you to Coach Jay in Atlanta. Um, fantastic guy. And, a, look, a high school coach that's trying to do the right thing and work for his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so how about you to him and to Sean Wilson. I, I, I hope both of you guys get what you're looking for. All right. Definitely. Um, all right. My three. Miller time, 365. I just – I like Miller time. I like the name too, brother. I saw that when I was like, yep. <laughs> Definitely fits me. Uh, all right. 17-16. I don't think he ever posts, but he sure does like a lot of stuff. I'll is, there a, is there a hyphen in there, or is it just 1716? I think it's just 17-16. 1-7-1-6. Okay. Okay. Then, like Hawk, if you coached for Bama. <laughs> all right. Hey, look. Uh, that's a how about you for you, buddy. I know you, you think that uh, you got this narrative you like, but hey. I love you, brother. Hey, That's all I got to say. Cole said, I love all the posters on this board. Is he throwing your name? No, he just got a narrative. It's okay. Look, I, I got plenty. I got plenty. I'm serious. I, I I like that he continues to post and continues to push his belief, and that's totally fine by me. Oh, he he's the big Robbie fan. That's right. And he thinks I hate Robbie Ashford, and, I, and so does y'all tripping. I don't know what y'all – Y'all tripping is what I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get this. Uh, how about you? The Caleb Walford 24. How about you? I think that's his first. That was his uh, maiden. How about you? Caleb Walford 24. Bates Ram, how about you? He came in with a uh, question during our question and answer portion. Bates Ram, good poster. Yeah. Not elite yet, Bates Ram. Keep pushing, big dog. Working on the dog. Right on, right on. Bates Ram. Uh, how about you, debate Graham? How about you, the Auburn Trooper, who gets me? He gets me. <laughs> he gets me. Uh, how about you, the AU Full Time? And how about you, the old Tecmo 34? That's a good one. Tecmo 34. How about you? Uh, all right. Well, for uh, for an off week, there's a uh, lot to talk about, a lot of great questions. We appreciate all of those, man. We appreciate everybody on the corner. If you haven't signed up. Go give us a try, man. Right now we still got the one dollar for the first month for all new subscribers. Auburn Live on three. Uh one more time for HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash uh fifty Auburn Live. I mean is that right? Um uh, yeah, fifty Auburn Live, fifty percent off free shipping, man. Y'all give uh HelloFresh uh give them a try if you haven't already and you can do it at a low, low price. We'll be back the rest of the week. Uh, Auburn is at LSU Saturday night, but the next home game against Ole Miss the following week, Saturday week, uh, will be a big recruiting weekend. It's going to be a night game. Whew. A night game. 
going to have uh, a lot of recruits there. We will be tracking it all at Auburn Live on three. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching. For Cole, for J-Head, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Man, y'all stay out of that left lane.